0: touch my eyes.
1: Don't. I don't touch my eyes.
0: Don't. Don't do it. Don't
1: do it. I'm Rene Ritchie, and I'm a tech analyst.
0: I'm Georgia Dow, and I'm a psychotherapist.
1: And this is Apple Talk.
0: Where psychology meets technology, and we see where they intersect.
1: And we talk about how all of these big tech companies, Amazon and Apple and Microsoft and Google and Facebook, so often Facebook now, affects our culture and our lives. Georgia, you're scaring me today.
0: Yeah. Um, so we have plates. So. What
1: do you mean, we? But why do we have plates? So
0: you have no clue about this. I've planned this for, um, I think, two months. Two months? So, so... um,
1: I'm terrified.
0: Oh, you really should be. Um, Because I'm wearing my Game of Thrones outfit. Look.
1: Yeah, but it might be a season eight and I might be fine.
0: Oh, no, it's going to be a train wreck either way. Okay. Um, Yeah, not. we don't talk about season eight. Season eight stopped after season six. Five for some. Okay, so I've been planning this and I thought... um, you know, Use there's this. these this. Yeah. So Renee goes like, I have a game to play today. What well, we're gonna do? It. And I'm like, No, no. I have a game to play. And <laughs> Renee, I had the
1: decency to tell you I had a game. You to had play. a game.
0: I, had, I was not gonna tell you until you said <laughs> we have a game to play. And I'm like, No, we can't do it. My uh-huh. game is time sensitive. We have to do this game. So, um, I bought.
1: Why is it time sensitive?
0: It's time sensitive because I cooked. Oh my god. I cooked. This isn't a food oh, show. I know. There we go. Some food for you. Some food for me. Is this like a cyberpunk thing? Some food thing? for you. Some food for me. This is a
1: lot of food. It's a lot Are of giving food. Giving some to the audience?
0: No, stealing one. Okay, so the audience does not get one. So I don't know if you've seen the show, um, but you probably have, um, which is like hot takes. Hot ones? Yeah, hot ones. There we go. Hot ones. Sorry. Hot ones. Yes. Hot ones. Let's just edit that yes. out. I said hot ones. I knew exactly. Marquez
1: has been on hot ones.
0: Ah, well, there we go. I no. have not. You have not. No. Um, yet. You might. Um, So I bought it. It's not the hot ones one. This will.
1: It's an off brand. It's ones. an off brand. I
0: know. Like, it's what I could order in the time that I have. Is this
1: safe for your human consumption? No.
0: No, it's not. You should take. We should take off the napkin because you're probably going to need it.
1: Why would you do this at the beginning of the show where it might wreck us for the entire show? I know.
0: That's gonna Fun part. Okay, so here we have it. What do we have? Here though? we have we have our eight different hot sauces. Um, I don't know if they're any good. I don't know. They were affordable, so <laughs> probably, probably not. Oh god. Probably not. But I figure while we do our show and we go through our different topics, we will be um, trying out the different sauces um, at the same time.
1: Um. Okay. All right. <laughs> notice throughout the show. What is
0: your Yeah. Okay. (laughs) What do you mean? Do we get to do it throughout the show? I didn't know if we were doing it in the
1: beginning. I don't know if we were doing it as a bonus segment on Nebula. I didn't know what was happening. No,
0: no, no, no. We're going to do Okay. We can discuss it on Nebula, but we are going to, through the show, increase. So let's start off with number one. Okay. Which is called Orange Chili.
1: Now, you got these at a dollar store, if I'm correct.
0: Something like that. Yeah. It's about
1: dollar store hot sauce. This is how I didn't think I would go this way. I thought maybe Alien Invasion. I thought maybe Rise of the Machines. Yeah. I brief I briefly considered Snowstorm because Montreal. I never <laughs> can't thought open it. you can't open it. I don't it.
0: even know how it opens. Here, can you try to open it?
1: But I never thought Dollar Store hot sauce.
0: Dollar Store hot sauce. That we need to clamp to open. Okay. No, that's fine. Okay, so you're just gonna put a dab and then um, put it on one of your one of your little guys. See, I put a good amount. My chicken wings. Oh, yeah. Pick pick one. You should use the little ones later, but okay Now it'll be too late. What an animal. Okay, ninja. so this is number one with that back. What is this called again? This one is called orange chili. All right, so we okay, d- so we eat we and take then a we shot talk. and
1: then we do a question. <laughs>
0: okay. Yes. All right No, yeah.
1: oh, this is not gonna go well,
0: that's already pretty hot Cheers, people. Okay. All
1: right, Should I ask you the question first sure. or should you ask me?
0: Let's do this. I don't Let's... know if I should do the juice. It's gonna have all kinds of...
1: Yeah, I made a mistake when I was shopping and instead of getting oranges, I got grapefruits. So I'm not the sweetest. <laughs> They're not the sweetest.
0: I love that you tell me that after, that was...
1: I don't wanna tell you before.
0: Oh, that's, that's bitter, but I need to do something. Oh, grapefruit and chili is not okay. (laughs) That's not all right.
1: You need the vitamin C though. Otherwise you might get scurvy. All right, so the first one wasn't as much a question, but it was something that happened on Twitter last night and this morning. And that is Sarah Dietschy, really, really good YouTuber, photography, technology, all those things. She made like a joke post about being frustrated with Google Stadia, the streaming video game service. And she just walked over to a trash can and threw the controller away. And so Hayden Hillier Smith, who's Logan Paul's editor, said, "You know, I love Stadia. What are you doing? You can't throw that away." So I, and then just because I'm a jerk, I said, "Oh, you mean the way that Google treated Montreal's studio that they set up with Jade Raymond to make all those games for them because they just threw that whole studio away." So then after that, we got this huge tirade of people text-explaining to us how Stadia That's was good and really bad. Really funny. And but Sarah got a ton of hate, just a ton of hate. And I always feel like women on Twitter get way more hate for the exact same thing that men do.
0: Yeah, after, online yeah. in
1: general, like just yeah. so much more. Uh, just so much more. Agree. Like another example came up recently. Jacqueline Dallas started a new podcast, and the name was used by another show a while ago, and people just trashed on her. But you know, two other shows. And I don't want to shame them, so I'm not going to mention them, but two other shows with male hosts did exactly the same thing. And they even made fun of it saying, oh, well, I guess, you know, we'll invite you on our show. Sorry, maybe weren't you weren't I mean, Nobody said a word. Nobody said a word to them. They trashed Jacqueline for like two days. Nobody said a word about... Yeah. Anyway, so Sarah just said, if you know me, you know I would, in- I would never intentionally set out to hurt people's feelings. I joke a ton on twitter.com and never mean to hurt anyone's feelings. The irony of all this is how much legitimate hate is now being slung towards me uh, and basically that she's moving and she'll be away for a while. Which I think is sad because just because you post something on Twitter, no one is forced or compelled to answer you, especially not obnoxiously. That's a choice they're making. Plus,
0: this was about her throwing away a video game controller. It wasn't about kicking a puppy. No. It wasn't about even her political leanings. It's just we become so inclined towards something. And you could say it was wasteful, um, but, you know, how much plastic do we throw away or use it? It was a joke. She clearly
1: isn't throwing away the controller. She was just, she was saying that it was trash.
0: Yeah, even if she she did, it's still not worthy of hate and vitriol. Yeah. Where she feels like she actually has to leave a service because of how much anger and hate.
1: Yeah, and... Oh, okay. And I, I'm going to go on a bit of a tangent and yeah. you can pull me in. But like we had two incidents this week where like Gina Carano was fired from Disney because she keeps saying really, I don't know, what the real jerk things on Twitter and on Instagram. And Joss Whedon got raked through the coals because, you know, he was apparently incredibly abusive. It started off with the Justice League and then it went to Buffy. And only the women of Buffy have spoken up, by the way. As far as I can tell, I, don't know, I think Anthony Stewart Heat has finally said something. But Immediately people are saying oh they're just canceling her because of her beliefs. And jerk beliefs do not belong to any ideology. Like no ideology says we should be jerks. There are plenty of non-jerks in every ideology, but no one's like oh Joss is being canceled because he's like a left-leaning no their behavior was just bad.
0: Yeah, and I think that it's fair to be judged upon your your behavior versus having different opinions. Yes. The way that you treat someone is completely different.
1: Yes, you should never be judged on what you are only on how you act.
0: Yeah, again to certain extents, to yes. that. Um, number two. Okay. Um, garlic habanero. Okay.
1: I forgot this was a thing already.
0: Did you already forget? So, do you, you have, you have any advice
1: it? for people like Sarah who are starting to get afraid, or or just uncomfortable, or annoyed about posting because to too much. because they're inevitably going to get a bunch of people trying to just show up on their.
0: You, you, again, you want to know the verse that you're in. I don't think that anyone would have expected that she would get this much vitriol just from throwing away a controller in a post where, you know, she's joking about how it's trashy. Um, cheers. Cheers, we're not going to, you know.
1: I don't think that was substantively different than the last one.
0: I think it was actually less hot. I can't say immensely tasty, but... No. <laughs> yeah, you All have right. that and I'll have the...
1: Where's Sean Evans when we need him?
0: I know. This would have been so much better.
1: At the end of the show, George is going to be cursing and trying not to give up Avengers spoilers just like Scarlett Johansson.
0: Yes, giving a little bit of time, um, taking a little bit of space away is actually a great idea. People forget and they move on to the next thing that they're going to throw the next faux outrage. Um, being really honest and apologetic, uh, authenticity kind of works out. Um, Know that people also just like, like we we get upset often about things that we're not really paying attention to. And so sometimes when the people are throwing this vitriol, it's just they're just jumping onto the next bandwagon because they want something to get upset about. And because now is during times of a pandemic, we do have a lot of residual stress. And so it can be thrown at anyone and anywhere. So take a little bit of time, take a breather away um, and it will all blow over and things will be all right. Did we talk about Craig Mason already? No.
1: So Craig Mazin, uh, he was a director of Chernobyl. He's working on The Last of Us now for HBO. And he quit Twitter uh, recently, and he explained why on his podcast with John um, August, which is an amazing podcast. It's called Script Notes for people Mm -hmm. who are interested in script writing. But he said that Twitter made him feel like he had to have a loud vocal opinion about everything, no matter how little or how much he knew about it, he would see something on Twitter and feel compelled to voice his opinion on it and he didn't like the way that made him feel.
0: Right. It's interesting when we talked about the tribe and the loudest voice in the tribe is what kind of carries over and that's what gets the most pull, that's what gets the most feedback, negative or positive, and that pushes views to be towards you. And so because of that, I guess he was feeling that pull to be at the tip of the wave. Uh, You don't have to be at the tip of the wave, sometimes it's better just not to be. But if you want to get a lot of views, um, yes, some of the most controversial people are what get that. And so you can feel that pull to it. And let's just say you want to really monitor how you feel on social media. Yeah. It is made there to kind of keep us. Yeah.
1: So not, not yet. I'm asking you a question first. Oh, okay. no, you're asking me a question first. Am I? Yes.
0: Okay. So Spamez says, I know what my argument will be next time someone asks me, why they should share about privacy. Oh, yeah, when they have nothing to hide. I'll say that in 10, 20 years, when the self-driving cars are the norm and your life value could be weighed against others based on your search history and Facebook comments. Oh, that's a really yeah. good one, Renee. What is your thought to that? I like that. Well,
1: that, that goes, to that same Gina Carano thing we just talked about. And there was someone else, I forget who it was, another celebrity that came under fire. But the difference was that they were super apologetic about it. They, you know, they, they said they regretted saying it. They didn't say, oh, you're blaming my whole ideology just because I'm acting like a jerk. They're like, no, I'm acting like a jerk. And I think uh, Christina Warren was actually really good about this too. She's like, if you ever want a real job, like a grown-up job, they're gonna look at your social media. Like you should come in with a pile of stuff and drop it on a desk and saying, this is what I have posted. Or you should really think about what you're posting or you should delete the stuff that you've posted because you've, you've created like a semi-permanent record yes. of your hot takes not even your On, like your research papers and your thesis but your hot takes
0: yes i'm talking about hot takes oh um what is this this is number three it is jalapeno okay screen um but no i think that that's absolutely right be careful what you put out there to be judged against um, just like they used to tell you are what you wear and what you do and how you react to people. Well, this is worse. This, you can go back 10 years and see, you know, how you feel about A, B and C. Um, yeah. and you may not want people to know that.
1: Like if you're wearing that Speedos that are incredibly acceptable in Quebec, but you're in Florida and you've gotten sun drunk and you're just throwing basketballs around and nobody needs to see that when you're applying for a YouTube job. Nothing. I- <laughs> Nothing. No, I, I like I delete. I have all my tweets deleted after I think like a month or two. Not because I used
0: to have that. Not because know. I'm it's upset like
1: what oh, people are gonna see. But I got to a point where I dislike Twitter's policies so much that yeah. I don't want them to have my content for free. People can go to my website if they want to see like a record of my content. But I don't owe Twitter like in perpetuity everything that I write. Yeah. And. I think also like now when we're seeing how vindictive Mark Zuckerberg, like when we're recording this, this morning an article came out saying that he was intent on causing pain to Apple because he was upset by their privacy. Their privacy policies, which he acu- he says that they create money for Apple. They don't, they don't really help Apple. They just help us. And he's so angry he wants to cause pain to Apple. I know. Cheers. No, you just care about the wings. Cheers. Not even wings, or chicken.
0: Oh, I feel that one.
1: Do you? Mm-hmm. That one's not as bad for me as the first one. Really? I keep thinking fireworks is tabernacle. I don't know why. I just do. So <laughs> what right. do you think, Georgia? Like, when we grew up, there was no, like, there was no permanent record of us on YouTube, Thank Facebook, God. Twitter, or anything. But what do you think about people growing up now?
0: Oh, I just think back to all of the horrible things that I did. Like, I did horrible, dumb, silly things. Mostly to me. That's true too, yeah. I don't feel bad about any of those, (laughs) interestingly enough. But I'm happy that there isn't, like, you know, when you're not really fully cooked. So before the age of 24, your part of your brain that deals with consequences to actions has not yet been developed. And so here you are with something that could be stained upon you Mm -hmm. for the rest of your life. When you've done it, like, I think that there should be a policy in place that before the age of 24, everything that's on social media of yours should be kind of like you get a chance to say just delete all or not. And you can start fresh, just like a criminal record. Like, I think that, you know, childhood criminal record, they they choose to do that. And so if you've committed a federal crime, that's deleted, yet your search history and your posting history is there forever. Eh, One will actually probably damage you more than the other.
1: Eric Schmidt famously, when they asked him what was his answer to privacy, he said that people should just change their name when they when they graduated.
0: Oh, that's such a pain though. Like that's such a, like how many people can actually afford, it seems like a very first world answer to, yeah. because who can afford to be able to go through all that paperwork to well, that's sort to of like, do it?
1: That that's, to me is like victim blaming. Like Google has the resources, like, well in the mm-hmm. EU they now have a right yes. to be forgotten. Yes. Which is very counter to like American laws. Like the laws are very different between the EU and the US.
0: I feel that still on the tip of my tongue. Okay. That one I feel.
1: I didn't do it. Uh, I got another question for you, Georgia. Okay. This is from Mac, I, I don't know if i am saying the names of the people. So Sarah Dishy was the first one. Spamez was the second one. Mac bits now. How do we help the older generation who haven't grown up with computers? How do we help them embrace technology that's been playing an increasingly important part of their lives?
0: Right, I think that um, it, it's a big issue. Uh, do we do another one? Sure. Okay, let's do another one before I answer this. Um, this one's called Red Hot.
1: Everyone's like, just answer the question. Don't wait for the translation.
0: Don't wait. Don't wait. Answer the question. You got time to think about Rest it while I do this. I know this might be an editing nightmare, but I'm gonna do it on a bigger one because then I can.
1: No, I met Christopher Plummer. I can never think about that movie again. Mm. 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 Take a bigger piece now.
0: Yeah, because then you can use the smaller pieces for when it's supposed to be hotter. No, I
1: want more chicken for the, <laughs> the hotter sauces. Not less chicken.
0: Do you? Is that the way it's it goes? It disperses it more. <clears throat> okay.
1: It's sauce per square inch, Georgia. It's
0: sauce per square inch. Okay. Are you ready? Cheers. Uh-huh. Mm. What was this one again? Oh. Red hot.
1: Okay.
0: Oh, I feel that one. Yeah,
1: it's like a smoky sort of a feeling. I feel like Sean Evans should be here saying, Georgia, can you explain this Instagram from Las Vegas when you're wearing a Google Glass?
0: Yes, yes, or while we were doing the bull riding and stuff.
1: Yeah. Was that Instagram? I don't know, I know the Google, I know that you with the iPhone controlled sniper rifle was Instagram.
0: They didn't do the bull riding because they were like, Georgia, you probably don't want this. All over the internet. <laughs> right. I don't know. It's probably out there, anyways. It's probably out there, anyways. <laughs>
1: yeah, you have a record. You have a record. Oh,
0: do right, so you have an answer for so, older
1: people on the internet?
0: Yeah, I or think that. Technology? I think that um, you you want to be able to work through it with them in a really like it's about repetition and it's about doing things that are within. Whew, within your um, safety zone so that you feel comfortable, you rinse and repeat, and only, there's too many things. So just learning how to open things, how to close things, interacting with it and having them physically do it. Don't tell them how to do it. Have them actually press the buttons so we end up with the muscle memory We end up with the muscle memory and they actually can feel through it. That works out really well. Um, Simple how to videos, but very, very simple also is helpful.
1: I went with simple devices. Like, we're lucky we live in a time and place where we have like iPads and Chromebooks. And if somebody doesn't need a full on PC with all the management headaches that come with it, just having a device that's so much easier is so much easier. And that's part of why, you know, I. I personally would like the iPhone to become more like a computer. Like I'd like to be able to install apps through gatekeeper, do all these things that all these really angry companies like Tim Epic and, um, oh, what's his name? DHH, who does the hey email client, all the people fighting to say, you know, free the iPhone. But at the same time, I'm super cognizant that Steve Jobs' intent with iOS was to make a console so that more people could comfortably use computers. And we already have the Mac, we have the PC, We have Android and I feel at some point like us, five percenters, us tech nerds are like, no, we want your console too. Like we wanna take what's, and I worry about that with the iPad now because Steve Jobs fought for so long to keep the iPad simple, said no to so many features. Like he said no to airdrop twice. And now every year it's getting more and more complicated to use and that's great for me again as a nerd, but I think it's worse for people who traditionally felt alienated by computers because now they're having to deal with the complexity we're forcing on their devices, even though we have all the other devices already.
0: Yes. And the easier it is, the simpler it is. So take things off of the computer, run them through how to use the things that will be easy for them and um, make sure that you kind of are there the first few times that they do it because that tech anxiety is real.
1: Yeah. Are you suffering?
0: I'm a little bit suffering. So
1: you brought this on yourself, though.
0: I did. I don't even feel it's like bad. Like everything so. you
1: tell the kids. I don't
0: feel bad.
1: All right. You want to? Oh, you want to do another one of these?
0: Yeah, let's do another one. Okay, so this one's number five.
1: Habanero.
0: Habanero. Habanero.
1: Habanero. Habanero. I don't know. What does it say? I don't
0: know. Habanero. Okay. Here we go. you want me to just do it on one of yours. You want uh, why to you it? don't touch do me? <laughs> no, I was just gonna pour a lot on. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs>
1: There you go. Okay. I need a double dab just for you. There I'm we go. You regret this.
0: We will probably regret it, which is a good thing. Oh, geez, I feel like not?
1: that first scene in the Rooney Kenshin movie where he's like, he, or they're like, you must live for us.
0: Oro. Oro. <laughs>
1: hmm.
0: I didn't find that that hot. Mm. No, that one's nothing. But my mouth is on fire from the last one. None of these
1: one. are tasty. I wanna point that out. None of these actually taste good.
0: None of them taste good. No. No.
1: No, this is not This is not hot ones. This is hot things.
0: Well, I don't know if hot ones taste good, too. I don't think anyone was to really talking about how flavorful they were. No, they've had some
1: really good chefs on there who talk about like the flavor profiles. And oh, do they? Yeah. Okay,
0: fair enough. I'm, I'm going to take And it. then Gordon
1: Ramsay would just drop F-bombs every bite.
0: Right. Okay, so here we go. <clears throat> Renee, Joe asks, what is a good review and what is not a review? So
1: this actually depends a lot on what you you want out of it. Like some people have already read all the specs of a device, so they don't care about that. Other people don't know anything about it and they wanna know everything from the basics. So I always try to find a reviewer, whether it's technology or movies or TV shows that in the past has had similar opinions to me. Like if there's a movie critic who always chooses movies that I hate, Though the subjective nature of the reviews aren't, don't matter, like the style doesn't matter that much because I know I'm not gonna like the same things, but if there's a movie reviewer who always says, this movie is great, and I'm like, yes, that movie was great. Or like a tech reviewer who's like, this is like, always picks the best printer, the best cables, and I'm super satisfied. I'm gonna go back to them because we're all different. Some of us really want the technical stuff. Some of us really want the day in the life stuff. Some of us really want comparison stuff. Others really wanna know like, Maybe you upgrade every year and that's important. Maybe you upgrade every five years. So that's not important. Find someone who's good for you.
0: Yes, find someone that matches the things that is the same thing as your flavor profile in whatever you're doing. And if you do that, then you will probably feel that it's a good review for what you are. There is definitely a huge difference, though, between going through someone that's going to go through many of the different list of things versus I'm like, okay, just tell me which one to buy and I will trust you for the rest of it.
1: Yeah, and also like in terms of bad review, I always try to remember that I'm not the only one who's gonna be using this and maybe your tastes are different than mine. So I try to provide, like I never try to say, like a lot of reviews say the good, the bad, but I find that highly presumptuous because what's good for me may not be good for you. Right, My preference may be, so I try to say, uh, what it like? What it does well, what it has well, or what you need, like what it doesn't have, and what you need to get. Like if it's big, it is not good for people who want small phones. If it doesn't have five G, it's not good for people who want five G. If it doesn't let you sideload apps, then it's not good. Like what does it do, and what is it missing? And you know, those that I think are more important than the feels, the facts, not the feels.
0: The facts, not the feels. I like that.
1: Yes, you're just biting time for another hour. Yeah, hot I am. sauce. Okay. Ready? Yeah.
0: Okay, so now we're doing number six. This is fire.
1: Fire? Shake it, I, I don't think, think that's shaking. the name of a pepper. Are you that. hoping if you shake them, they'll taste better?
0: I'm hoping they'll be hotter.
1: You think all the heat settles to the bottom?
0: <laughs> Maybe. could be heavier. The heat could be heavier. I don't know.
1: What are you going to do with the rest of all these sauces? I
0: don't know. They're not tasty. I'll, I'll um, leave them um the them If you throw them out, I'm going to tell
1: Saradichi's fan base to just jump all over you.
0: It wouldn't be her fan base that would be jumping on me. It would be the other people that would be jumping. You didn't wait, did you? You just went. Oh no, sorry. That one's tasty. Meh.
1: That was number six of eight.
0: Mm Mm-hmm, that one's hot. No?
1: No, it's weird. Some of them are like smoky, but not hot. Some are like sharp hot, them are just like low hot.
0: This is a slow burn. <laughs> this is a slow burn. Totally is. I'm feeling it.
1: Question for you, Georgia, from Greg Hudson. The big fly in the ointment to me, he's talking about self-driving cars, our topic from last week, is how all of these different AIs driving around in the road are gonna interact with each other. They will have different values and capabilities. Oh God, how's the Apple car gonna work with the Facebook car? They'll fight. How secure will all of these self-driving vehicles be secured? Uh, I guess, excuse me, how secure they be. Will we have to worry about malware-infecting vehicles? Will like, Windows XP car have malware on the road?
0: We will actually have to. They've already actually, they've already gone through that, where people can uh, shut down a car, change the access to it. So we're going to have to go through all kinds of... That That has a slow burn. Yes. I'm feeling yeah, it now. It's coming back. It's coming back to haunt you. It's
1: like a bad neighbor. <laughs>
0: um, and so because of that, I think that we're going to have to have all kinds of different regulations in place because... You know you don't want to have like again there would be different vulnerabilities to different cars that you have on the road and that will be a big deal for it so i think that interacting with each other's car is one thing but i think that the malware is a big deal that we're gonna have to have hopefully lots of regulations renee's your thought
1: i have a question for you maybe a controversial one. Oh, you are a right to repair advocate yes should you have the right to repair a self-driving car
0: yes what yes if, you should
1: what if you end up causing an accident in the, in the hive
0: they will know just like if you don't get your wheels checked, if you're not using the right tires, if you, you know, your car is not running to spec, there's an increased chance that you could have an accident. Yeah, then you should be responsible for that period.
1: There shouldn't be like a hive mechanic that maintains the entire fleet of cars?
0: No. Like I, think that they, like buses. I think that they should, you should have the option to that, but I think that you own the car, you should have a right to be able to check what's in it. Will you own it though? I think you should. I, I hope we were, it's funny because I was just talking about that. Um. Yes, I think that you should you could choose to lease a car or rent a car with other people that are renting it. But I think that, yes, you should have a right to own your own car. And if you own a device, you should be able to look inside and see what is happening. I think that that keeps people really honest. When we deal with those emission tests and a whole bunch of other companies were caught with altering the emission um, with what came out of the exhaust. It was still coming out. It just wasn't coming out of the exhaust in all kinds of different ways of around the emission tests like it's only because people peeked around and took took a look through it that they knew and let it out and so I think that we need that I think that that's important and I think that we should have a right to be able to repair our own devices I think that once the devices are no longer ours that we're using it we have to pay for it yet and not the company that made them then has a right to it I think that Isn't that becomes really now, nefarious pardon is know how a
1: city bus works now though
0: but this, well, here are the city owns the city yes. buses. They own them. Yes, we don't own them. We're renting them. That's fine. I don't expect to own the bus that the city. I'm just choosing to use. But my phone, I own my phone. I should be able to do whatever I want to my phone. Now, there's a secondary question of then: Does it still get covered under warranty? Okay, fine. That's a different debate. But I should be able to do whatever I want to my phone. You shouldn't lock my phone down should because i Should the I've
1: consequences be higher if you attempt to repair a vehicle that's part mm-hmm. of a fleet and it causes a problem with the fleet?
0: Not if there's not a maliciousness. I don't believe so. But what if
1: it's an incompetence?
0: Well, that's just like what if you're incompetent and you're driving it, or you didn't update, or like, uh, you know. Again, I think but that if the stakes it's,
1: higher when it's when it's part of a collective and no longer part of a separate thing like when all these cars are using all this AI and all these t- all these connections to do high-speed lane changing and uh, packet co- like mm. controlling on a highway level?
0: That's a really good question. I'm not. I'm thinking about repairing the car, not changing the software that runs the car, um, more of a hardware issue, which but I think the hardware- But you wanted to put
1: your Galaga simulator on it. You want it to play Galaga.
0: Right. I think that that becomes a different issue because if it's a hive mind and every single car is talking to the other car, if your car is not gonna be part of the hive mind, and then no one knows where your car is, or they think that it's moving two seconds ahead. Well,
1: you couldn't drive. Like I don't know if you could independently drive a car on a highway that's that's that has a hive-controlled traffic system.
0: You should be able to. With the yes. hive, like
1: just go, oh my god, and just like yes. swerve around. Well, again,
0: it shouldn't just be the hive that it's understanding. It should also be understanding that there's another vehicle, or there's a cat, or there's a. But then person, you're destroying the a...
1: perfection of the hive system.
0: Yeah, but what if we find out that the hive is actually tracking a whole bunch of things that the hive wouldn't? Well, I'm sure like, the I hive will be. I think that that's all a piece of what information we need to have access to. Um, so I think that it should be able to drive, you should still have the choice to drive independently. I'll say it, I probably will trust a hive driven car than more than I would drive a person me. You're gonna say me, more than a
1: car driven by me is what she's saying.
0: Or me, <laughs> okay. or me, us, yes. us. We only drive, we get worse when we drive yes. together.
1: Yes, yeah. Anti compass, anti map. Oh, no. oh, it's just yeah. bad. Yeah. So, would you be worried about security and hacking and things like that when? They... I would. Yeah.
0: I think that it's something that oh, still feeling it. Um, yeah, I think that it's something that we'll need to be worried about. What about you, Renee?
1: Um. I think it's one of those things that's a beautiful future dream that is always imminent, but never quite like arriving. Like we're always expecting it. It's never quite here because the problem is always like we get this close and we realize this is really hard. Then we get this close and like the rest is really harder. Then we get this close. Um, So I think it's actually a lot further away. Like you just hear some of them talking like, I don't know how well they've even addressed things like snow to be honest yes. with you, well, they
0: don't address them. It's very yeah. well, right? Yeah. Even so. with GPS systems, and again, they'll probably have sensors that are in the roads that they can be able to track it. But self-driving cars don't drive well under snow. They don't drive that well under many different conditions that are out yeah. there when they they can't see it. But I think that these are all solution. There'll be solutions to be able to fix these problems over time.
1: Yeah, it's one of those long arc of history things. Like within hundred years, I'm sure. Fifty years, probably twenty-five, maybe. 10 years? I
0: think 25 uh, for sure. I think 10 years, probably. I think five years, probably not. Okay. That's my thought.
1: All right, it. we'll place bets eventually. We'll place bets. Okay. What do you got next?
0: Okay, so we'll do uh, seven. Yep. This one is called Lava. Okay.
1: Lava like the thing Super Mario jumps over?
0: Yeah. Um, okay, I'm just going to pour this on.
1: Are you really dousing it?
0: Oh, yeah, I'm going to douse yours, too. Okay. You're not going to get to. Cheers. Cheers.
1: Oh, still crap. Like, it's not flavorful.
0: Mm-mm. It's just hot.
1: They all taste slightly burned. Oh, I have a uh, Jenna and Justine same brain cup today.
0: It goes with Renee. Ah. There we go. It's an adorable cup. I love yeah. the icon. Whew. Okay, go ahead and read the question. <laughs> hurry, hurry and read it.
1: I think it's your turn to read it, isn't it?
0: I don't think so, is it? Yeah, yeah I see the oh, third Okay, Chad Aiden, do you think Facebook and other social networking sites someday may be seen as the same as smoking is now? Everyone used to do it and we found out more about it, the bad side effects, then people started backing off. This one's hard.
1: Yes, I do, I think it's gonna be looked at as big social tobacco, as like social cigarettes.
0: Wow. <laughs>
1: Yeah, this one's unpleasant. <laughs> Be right back. <laughs> Be right
0: back. I don't want to touch my eyes. Don't. I don't want to touch my eyes. Don't. Don't do it. Don't do it. Okay. Um I think we an- I think we answered it. What yes. Do you think, I Georgia? would I would hope that we become more aware of the effects of social media and what we consume in our brain, just like we are with what we consume inside of our body, and so we can <laughs> avoid um, you know, dealing with things that are really malignant towards us and our effects. And um, in some ways, what we consume with our brains is, is even more important than what we consume inside of our bodies, like this. Yeah,
1: I think the algorithms will be designated as toxic, and they'll have to make better ones. Last one. Yeah, please. Well, no,
0: we'll we'll do that for the next question because we okay. have another topic after this, don't we? No. Don't we have another topic? No. We're not doing another topic? No.
1: Hell no. Okay.
0: <laughs> okay. So then we're gonna do one more. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Eruption.
1: Oh God. <laughs> I'm not gonna ask. Julia, I think you have your napkin? Okay. Oh yeah, I
0: have my napkin. Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do this so that you're not going to suffer alone. Is that good? Is that I enough? Know. I, I don't know. Oh, I don't, don't put too much that. on.
1: You have to show to finish.
0: Okay, now be careful where you touch it because then after you're going to...
1: Forget and stick it in my eye. Oh, God,
0: that'd be funny but horrible.
1: Still crap. I don't think it's as bad as the previous one.
0: Mm-mm. Oh. No, I think that one comes up later.
1: No? I don't think this is bad. I mean, it tastes like crap, but I don't think this is bad.
0: And we'll just try lava just to see if it's better. No, worse. I tried lava already. Yeah, let's try it again. Just no, to see if it's I'm worse. No, I'm good. You sure?
1: Yeah, doom scrolling and how to stop. Tech and social media flood our fees with conspiracy and conflict. It doesn't matter how carefully we select our follows. It breaks through. I want to see a bit, so I want to see the alternative points of view, but it can be consuming. Wow. What's the question? How do you do, how how do you, how do you stop doom scrolling?
0: (laughs) My questions must, my answers must be horrible. Um, It's funny because um, I was gonna talk about like cognitive load and how when you're, so I'm in distress right now so my cognitive load is used up with my brain going through, I'm in distress. So I just go to the base thoughts of it, like just stop, like just turn it off, stop. That's not really the question that you're asking. Um, really, you want to go and give yourself a doom scrolling diet? Don't, don't like. Be aware of how you feel when you're doing it, and then curb the amount of time that you're spending doing. one sec.
1: This is gonna be great radio. People are watching, but listening. To this is gonna be oh, so I good. I feel so
0: bad for you. I didn't even think about people watching. This is horrible. <laughs> <laughs> show or this is the worst one (laughs) when you ask is this going to be a horrible idea or a great idea hashtag
1: worst show or hashtag best show let us know in the comments (laughs)
0: let us know oh (sighs) okay it's supposed to be really good to start off your endorphins because you've survived this so it's great for pain management um yeah um back to the question doom scrolling how do you stop um renee
1: what's your i can't even think i mean like he's right though you can't escape it today oh, there was touch a, your eyes. today there was this huge thing about uh, conspiracy theories in silicon valley about this enlightened society that is angry at reporters for daring to question them as if these like sometimes misogynistic often anti-semitic racist people in technology are angry that the press is looking into them and the press is like like, bo- there's like, just a whole bunch of people behaving badly, all targeting each other for wrath and vengeance, rather than acting like grown ass adults doing their jobs. I mean, if they start to feel like conspiracy theories, going to a therapist like the rest of us do.
0: Right. Um, and know that what is it feeding upon? Why are you going back to it if it makes you feel that? Um, being aware of that social media is trying to act on your base instincts and your trauma um, and your pain. Um, And that's why you're going back to it and that it's not good for your brain to be able to go through that. And it's hard because it becomes addicting. Once you start going into it, you want to continue and kind of go into the rabbit hole. And you think it's going to come out at the other end, but often it's just going right to the center.
1: Well, it's feeding you. It's putting you into a certain state. It's like I found much less of this since the U.S. elections have ended because back then it was just um, story after story, catastrophe after catastrophe, especially when we were dealing with covid and insurrections, and all these things, and now it's relatively quiet. Like, I know the U.S. Do you know why that's the case? Why?
0: Because when we feel scared and traumatized, there is a greater chance that that will activate us to want to, we go into fight or flight, so that makes us want to do something. And especially when one party is trying to demonize the other, which is now unfortunately the way that politics yeah, goes on both sides everything
1: is politics and everything all politics are demonization yeah
0: well they can and you can politicize anything um, but that one increases the chances that we're going to click on the next link yeah. so social media wants to be able to do that to keep us in that but also it makes us go limbic we're not using the cognitive thinking part of our brain so that's why this show I'm, i don't know i think my answers were probably pretty poor uh because i'm in limbic i'm not really using the base part of the yeah, I'm, I'm using only the base part of my brain and not the cognitive part of my brain But because of that, emotional arguments have a greater effect on us. We want to go to safety, we want to just cling to whatever higher power can pull us out of it. And we will give up our powers, we will give up our privacy, we will give up our rights, we will give up our money in order to go back to that feeling of I'm now safe and taken care of. I don't want justice,
1: Um, I want quiet. Yes,
0: (laughs) daddy take care of me. Yes.
1: Uh yeah, Could be mommy, it mommy was bad for me her. too because I was just looking at it like just constantly pulling down to see what the next story would be, hoping that the next story would say everything is better, it's all over, the world is quiet again, but and the, it wasn't. It was just like horror after horror after horror. And the horror. thing
0: is that you probably wouldn't have clicked on the ones that this is why it's better because there's also a piece that we want to find all of the danger. So we go to the ones that are the most conspiracy, the worst case scenarios because that part of our brain if we look at the nth degree, the danger that's in the nth degree, then everything else is gravy. Yeah, yeah. Everything else is better than that. And
1: I forgot a lot. Like I was re-watching Julie Nolke's Explaining the Pandemic to My Future Self. Mm. And she's going through like murder hornets and the fires that turned the sky colors. And I'm like, I forgot all of that happened. Like we've just had such a year. That- which,
0: which, if I may say, is part of healing. Us forgetting the traumas that we went through. And again, we won't go into trauma therapy because some traumas do not go away. And then you want to deal with it with a therapist or other ways that you want to deal with it. exercise, um, looking at cat paws, whatever. I whatever. I fear is that we'll
1: repeat it because we have, like, we, we, we're not getting time to stop, digest, and fix these things. There
0: is a greater chance that we'll repeat it, yes. But also that is a part of our healing Like process. who led in the murder
1: hornets? We have not dealt with how did the murder, hornet, murder hornets get
0: here? They actually can fly.
1: No. see, now we didn't fix that. We went on to the fires. We didn't fix the fires. We went on to like, like, it's just, well, we didn't fix any of these we things. We end up
0: getting flooded, right? They're There's all still so here. much yeah. information. There was so much trauma um, that we get flooded, overloaded, and we actually just shut down. We can't do any more. And we can end up in a state of learned helplessness. Yes. Where we just kind of sit in the um, fetal position and uh, cry. Cry, yes. Metaphorically or not metaphorically.
1: Like I'm doing right now with all these hot sauces. All right, so Georgia, yeah, we're going to continue on Nebula. We're going to talk about this experience as much as we possibly can. Yep. But for right now, you made it to a final DAB. And I won't say too much because I don't want Sean Evans to sue me. But look yeah, into this you... camera, that camera, the imaginary cameras over there and tell people where they can find you, what you got going on.
0: Uh, they can find me on YouTube. It's YouTube slash Dow.
1: Oh, you is did it? some great, did yes, well? you okay. did some great reaction videos. You did one to Sherlock <laughs> yep. and one to Falcon and the Winter Soldier. And they were, I am jealous about how good you are on YouTube.
0: That is really sweet. And coming for you, that means a lot. Thank you so very much. Renee. So
1: good. I watched like, I no, I watched them multiple times. Thank you. Renee. Yes. No, so, so good.
0: You. So yeah, they're out there. So you can check it out. Uh, you can send me an email. It's Georgia at westmounttherapy.com. Um, and uh, I'm also on Twitter at Georgia underscore Dow. Brief Still did get that. What
1: do you feel like when you see therapy sessions in in movies and TV?
0: It's weird because um, I'm busy when I, I, it's why I can't watch like, like I, I'm, I'm then suddenly in the office doing exactly what I'll be doing in the reaction videos. Like I'm there going like, eh, what? Not what? Or right. sometimes I'm like, that was a brilliant assessment and I'm like. But it was like, would have I been able to make that assessment from the information that I had been given in session? And so sometimes I'm even jealous, but again, it's written. So I'm like, hmm, you know, they're not actual therapy sessions, but you don't usually get to see other people's therapy sessions. So it's kind of really interesting to see the way that it is portrayed on TV and uh, how it's gone about. So.
1: So like when I watch technology on TV, it's like, no, you're holding the phone upside down. There is, like, you're holding it upside like down. Like when they watch or, hacking, yeah. On CBS, they made this big deal with Microsoft and they switched from iPads to surfaces, but then the cops would get out of the car. The suspects were running away. They'd have to assemble the surface on the hood of the car. I'm like, the guy's down the street. Just use it in tablet mode. No one, I know Microsoft wants you to see it. It's convertible, but dude's getting away
0: exactly yeah exactly it's interesting when it's in your field like you're then working yes a part of you gets pulled out of the movie and then you're like wait what did they do why would they do that and then right
1: well we had a mutual friend who was a mechanic and he ruined car chases for us so he's like there's no way the car would be able to go over the jump like that and land and the spark there. that's not a-. and I'm like just shut up i'm enjoying this
0: <laughs> so you feel like when i'm in a movie because i'm constantly <sighs> going
1: yeah you have you have a mind palace all right
0: oh renee how can they where can they find you
1: you can find me at youtube.com slash Renee Richie or uh, twitter.com slash Renee Richie. And I've been doing a lot of clubhouse lately.
0: A little bit of clubhouse? I like until Have three in the morning. Maybe? I am
1: so tired. But like a lot of the people are in like these weird hours. Like I ended up. Um, it, it's like it's such FOMO, and somehow I ended up starting a room with Mr. Beast to talk about YouTube. Awesome. And then I ended up uh, in another room last night with a bunch of YouTube people and a bunch of other, like not YouTube, but people who actually run YouTube, who were explaining how it works. And I'm That's like, I'm never, really cool. I'm never going to sleep. Never gonna go and back. it was all so, like everyone has these cockamamie theories for how YouTube all works. this works, and like the best answer was when someone says algorithm, just substitute it for audience. Because that's all we're trying to do is match your videos to, audience, to the audience we think is going to enjoy them. So if you say like, how do I how do I get like how do I get on the algorithm? Just think like, how do I get a bigger audience? How do you make your videos appealing to more people?
0: Fair, but YouTube has a certain way to do that, and people are still trying to figure out how the soup is made.
1: Well, they had uh, Mr. Beast's data scientist on, who was fascinating to listen to. He's from Sweden, and he was talking about like people are giving him great concepts and he's saying it's not big enough because like we have to have a thumbnail and a title and a video, all of them that'll reach like 40 million people. And that's, you can reach like, even like they can make a bad video that'll reach a million people. But how do you make a video that reaches 40, which is bigger than any TV show in the world? Yep,
0: it's amazing. It's, yeah, it's, it's absolutely amazing. It's a
1: lot. Anyway, so I'm doing a uh, Viper who's really awesome. Viper's amazing. And El Jefe, Jeff, who does a bunch of headphone reviews and I are hosting a uh, TechTuber Club on Clubhouse every Saturday night at 8 p.m. now.
0: Oh, wonderful. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. And I've done it. It was amazing. Yes. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. So if you're a part of Clubhouse or you bug someone to give you an invite, and if you liked uh, this show the way that we did it, let us know. If you hated it, uh, let us know as yes, well. Yes, absolutely. Um, we and still if- might do it. I found it fun anyways. I liked watching. I enjoy watching someone else get tortured Well, I don't know.
1: And if you're if you're on the Apple app, just scroll down, leave a review, leave a rating, and helps people find the show. And if you don't have Nebula yet, if you're watching this really soon, they have a big deal going on, a big sale. I forget exactly how much is off, but there's a big percentage off. You can go to curiositystream.com slash Apple Talk. You get Apple Talk and you get Nebula and you, you get all of our videos without ads. Uh, a lot of them have bonus content and my first Nebula original went up this week.
0: Ooh, congratulations, yeah. you're in Renee. It.
1: So is uh, Marquez Brownlee, MKBHD, I Justine, Jacqueline Dallas, um, Brian Tong, John Gruber, a bunch of other people, all of us talking about
0: Christina
1: how, yeah, Christina Warren, how the iPhone affected us from the original keynote to what we want to see Apple do next.: Awesome. So check all of that out and uh, if you are watching us on Nebula, stay tuned because we, we I got Georgia has a lot to answer for) <laughs>